Music City Drive-In Podcast Network, where we do not rate movies that we watch this week. You know there's no objective truth to the quality of a movie, uh, but you're welcome to prove us wrong in the This Film Not Rated Gauntlet, which we go through week after week, trying to be objective about a movie, achieving that impossible goal that everyone on Twitter seems to strive for. Brief summary. Day Shift is Zombieland for Vampires. Jamie Foxx. He's a vampire hunter in L.A., and he really needs to pull a huge score, or his wife and daughter are going to move to Florida. Directed and produced by the team that are behind most of the John Wick movies, J.J. Uh-huh. Perry and um, Chad uh-huh. Stahelski. Is the yes. movie good or bad? Uh, right. Uh, there are aspects of, of the film, like the opening scene, that really get the the idea and premise of the film down in one shot did i already get out technically saying the entire movie summarized in one shot is a subjective mm. opinion but i'm still gonna make it okay trying oh uh, this is why i'm saying i might get out in the first one then you have like the uh, the vampires themselves which they are basically angry monsters for a vast majority of the film yeah, I gotta disagree, Bob. I've heard, uh, I've heard, uh, some criticisms of this. I've heard some criticisms of people saying this has a villain problem. There's an even mix of the kind of vampires you see, uh, in Blade. You know, like, ones that are just monsters that run after people, or monsters like 30 Days of Night, and then you have the ones that are, like, the elites who sip blood in, like, wine right. glasses. And you know what? The thing is... Uh, I I would argue more that this movie has a problem with exposition dumping, where I think actually using a familiar set of vampire mm-hmm. monsters, like, does the movie a service. The same way that John Wick is technically terrible in terms of writing. A villain problem. You have a bunch of faceless bodies dying, and there's a gang lord. Yeah. The end. Right. Right, but I don't. I don't genuinely believe John Wick has a villain problem because the the point there is what they're able to do with a premise that already exists to point out that there are problems with the way you know other studios and other teams have been treating action hmm. movies. I don't know. It's just it's this it's a it's a stunt show, and that's that's really what it is. And you have uh, Carla Souza who is playing, like, the vampire, like, head of yeah. everything. And just the way that she does that ethereal, nihilistic mm-hmm. flaunting, you could have a character like Viper, you know, is an excuse to basically mm-hmm. not emote. Uh, I don't think you have that here. I think you have someone who committed really well to the emotion that would be there, but you also have to realistically believe she's thousands of years well, old. Well, here's the thing. When 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 I was looking at her character, I couldn't help but think of, of the main villain in John Carpenter's Vampires. Uh, ultimately, he's, he's a boring character that isn't around that much, and you don't really get a lot of his motivations until the very end, and even then they're... With John Carpenter, they're kind of nebulous. Right, hang on. So, right there. The, the, the 
couple of pieces, right? You don't get his motivations till the end. Here, they're delivered earlier. Yeah, more, more in okay. pieces, but but like like you get a better sense of what of, of why she she's doing it, and you get the full scope by around the end of the film. But yeah, there's there. But point is, they are there. But uh, I, I think it's the end of the questions, though. So it is. You're free. So what made you want to watch Day Shift? Uh. Uh, mostly the trailer. Yep. And I like Jamie Foxx as an actor. For me, the promise of the stunt team behind John Wick taking on vampires was like, this movie could be absolute trash. As long as I have at least one good set piece, I would be totally fine. The scene that sticks out the most in my brain is the, is, 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 is the hive scene where, uh, Dave Franco and Jamie Foxx and the two brothers are, are uh, teaming up. There, like, there was one point in, in that scene where I, I laughed out loud. And it's when one of the brothers says, give, give me a shell. And the way he gives him a shell is he, he unloads a shell from the gun. And the other brother does this weird kick flippy move thing, catches the bullet in the gun through the open slot, and then uses it to fire. It's so important. And acknowledgement of stunt workers is so important. Because right. especially as we get into... VFX studios being burned out and mistreated. Okay, you're trying to have like your heroes do impossible things through VFX work. Mm-hmm. This just it continually shows you, like a lot of sequences in at least the first two John Wick movies, does how impactful having someone really physically act out these things can be. Yeah, no, I, I was like that with a lot of the choreography, where I thought, well. That's a little extreme. That's gotta, it's gotta be, be like pieced together, right? Yeah, there, 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 there's someone off screen shoving their leg against that chimney to create the effect that she's doing the thing, and, and she's actually right. proportionist. So, mm-hmm. what would make you watch this again? If I wanted Zombieland but with vampires, that would make me want to watch it again. That's the best thing I can think of. It's like if uh, the main character of Zombieland was Tallahassee and the side character was. Uh, uh, Col- was uh, Columbus. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch the stun work. Mm-hmm. I love from the hive through the beginning of the end for Dave mm-hmm. Franco. That yeah. is like the whole movie to me, like which feels like I'm underappreciating aspects of it, and that is underappreciating aspects of it. But oh man, that it's just so satisfying. And I know that that uh, Jamie Fox was pushing heavily to get uh, Dave Franco. In, on the film like he wouldn't do the film unless they got Dave Franco in on, uh, on it because he he liked his his, his uh, comedy and how he delivered things and uh what's that oh I've not seen that like Colin Farrell remake of Friday you've, Night you, you've shown me I think the ending of it uh Anton Yelchin's fantastic Colin Farrell's fantastic I, I really like this one but I, I, I a super soft spot for the original one though um mm-hmm. it's just an impressive remake as far as remakes go uh, mm-hmm. Dave Franco plays a school bully in that. Ah. And it's very interesting to me having him go from being the school bully who meets a certain fate to, mm-hmm. without spoilers, the stuffy bookworm who meets <laughs> the same fate. So he has range, is kind of what you're saying. He showed a lot in this movie. I thought mm-hmm. his performance was outstanding. There's mm-hmm. like this 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 genuine excitement in him. Like the actor is like, <laughs> I have to hold back really hard when I'm playing the bookworm because I'm gonna be so excited to get to do all this stunt work and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And there is a move, there's so much fluidity in the moves that right when you feel like you've been hit by a beat, it's mm-hmm. followed up immediately by another beat. And the first time this hit me really hard was a gunshot from either Jamie Foxx or somebody flings someone into the air and Dave Franco came from another side of the screen with like this hungry look on his face and like plowed into the person still in midair. (laughs) Yeah, I think I remember that. It was one of the coolest things where like it struck me in the sense that like I was on board with the character. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull this crazy thing off and they pulled off a crazy thing. Yeah. Like, absolutely. All right. And that's what I liked about the movie. What I disliked about the movie is the exposition, the uh-huh. the things that most people are saying are kind of like negative about it. There are weird things in this movie that I didn't believe. Like when he drives his truck off road and his daughter is supposed to continue to be distracted by her iPad. Uh-huh. Don't believe it. Like it, it's weird that uh-huh. vampires don't break my immersion, but that do- absolutely. Yeah. Don't. Like, so also weird. Like he, after she was done with her race, uh, he was like, yeah, you can help me out. Okay. I, I See, I, that was interesting to me because I feel like he shifted tactics, but not really. Instead of ramming through a person on a motorcycle, as I feel he mm-hmm. would if she wasn't looking, he turns. Mm-hmm. And then he asks right. her to stay in the car when he goes out to presumably shoot at an oncoming enemy, but instead just mm-hmm. flattens the tires and keeps moving forward. The the actual vampires themselves, uh, at least the ones that 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 they try to give character, they mostly came off as stale. You know that 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 guy that's standing next to the lead vampire for most of of the film. His name is Oliver Masucci. He's basically just standing there until the end of the film, and when he gets his final fight, he has no character besides he's the heavy. Yeah. So him. The guy is there because Mads Mikkelsen got too famous. <laughs> yes. Um. So I him. see that's the thing to me I can't think of anyone who could pull off even in that small world where I would normally that would be the hardest to argue that is the most mm-hmm. generic even like the way they handle him is almost a joke it's yeah like Jamie Foxx has to fight him and then literally boom out of the ceiling comes the other two characters to come take yeah. his place and fight him <laughs> Like, Rat, yeah. it's it's almost, he's almost just there as the secondhand muscle as a joke. And, yes. but he looks like a vampire, he carries the presence, and he delivers in a way that, like, if it was just Carla Souza, mm-hmm. I feel like she'd have a very different aura, because especially the way they introduce her as, like, a realtor. Yeah. I would have liked a bit more context as to, like, uh, what exactly uh, Jamie Foxx did to get him taken out of the of the Union to begin with? I I I know they showed that 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 that, that he had this big big stack of files, and that one of the offenses was the uh, death of a Union member uh, due to negligence or something along those lines. But they never gave like an all out reason why the what what the final straw was, and maybe it could have been something that maybe we we're more understanding of why they kicked them out or something along those lines, which would have put us more in the seat of the leader but uh other than that i very much enjoyed the film it's not a thing that's going to stop me from going back to watch it 
thank you all for listening. Again, we are This Film Not Rated. You can follow us on Twitter at T-F-N-R-C-M-E-L. Uh, you can mm-hmm. also follow me, Eric, at High Contrast FLM, and... You can follow me on Twitter at 90sGamer407 and on Twitch at Merrick underscore Tainment, where I stream video games. I'm currently streaming through Star Wars Jedi Outcast on Grand Master Difficulty, which means I'm going to die a lot. Make sure you visit the MusicCityDriving.com for links to uh, information on fantasy football, other movie reviewers, all kinds of different types of entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening so much. Mwah, mwah. Also, one vampire bite slash kiss for each and every one of you who listened. Go tell Twitter that you got a vampire kiss.